Hello, everyone. Welcome into episode number 20 of the Building Up Podcast. I am David. Thank you for being with us. On this episode of the podcast, we are talking about the importance of contentment in the life of a Christian. And we are looking at our primary text, 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 6. So if you have a Bible or a Bible app, go there, 1 Timothy 6, 6, which says this, Godliness with contentment is great gain. So for the Christian life, it is very important. It's a great thing for you to have godliness with contentment. Now, godliness is held up throughout Scripture. Maybe different terminology is used, but it is held up as the primary ideal, the highest goal for our lives. Godliness is striving to be like God or to be molded in the image of Jesus. And we are told that is God's purpose for us. It's, the, it's what God is doing in our salvation and our sanctification. He's making us more like Jesus. He's making us more godly. And that for us should be the most important thing, the most important goal and ideal that we have for our lives. First Timothy chapter 4, verse 8, just two chapters earlier, Paul is addressing, um, he's comparing physical training with spiritual training. And in 1 Timothy 4.8, he says, While bodily training is of some value, so it is important, godliness is of value in every way as it holds promise for the present life and also for the life to come. So Paul says it's really important to have godliness, even more so than being physically fit. Being physically fit is good for this life, but godliness is good in every way for this life and for the life to come. So whatever your ideals are, when I think about my own life, what's important to me today is I want to be the best husband, the best father, the best pastor that I can be. Those are probably the most important goals I have for my life. But the number one ideal for me must be to strive for godliness. And when I am growing in godliness, by the byproduct of that is I am going to be a much better spouse, a much better parent, a much better pastor. Godliness has value in every way. There's a lot of good things we can strive for in life. Godliness is the most important. It's God's purpose and His plan for us, His will for our lives, if you will. Now, 1 Timothy 6, 6, back to that verse. Paul says, Godliness with contentment is great gain. So what is that about? Well, let's understand, first of all, what's happening in 1 Timothy 6. You had in the early church, really just like you have today, people who were trying to use piety, godliness, uh, their service of the Lord as a way of gaining material goods. Whether they, they were false teachers who wanted to fleece the flock, so to, so to speak, and get gain for themselves, or they just thought that the more godly they were, the more God would give them stuff. Either way, they view godliness as a means toward having more things. And Paul is writing and he's addressing that. In 1 Timothy 6, verse 10, he gives this warning. The love of money is a root of all kinds of evil. It is through the craving, the, the want of more, more money, that some have wandered away from the faith and pierced themselves with many pangs. 
So Paul gives us a clue as to what contentment is by saying there are those people who they just don't have enough. They have a love for more that they can accumulate in this life. Certainly material goods, financial prosperity, but notoriety, uh, advancement in uh, perhaps society or their jobs. Like they just want more and more and more. They're not satisfied with where they are. And Paul says the problem is they, they, they love these things and they're trying to acquire them and it has caused many people to fall into traps, wander away from the faith. They've been pierced with many pangs. So the antithesis of that uh, type of attitude is to be content. Contentment in the Greek means to have this mindset that sees your lot in life as sufficient. This is what I need especially as it relates to worldly things. I'm happy and satisfied with what I have. I don't have a need to try and accumulate more and more for myself. Why is that? Because my number one goal is godliness. I want to grow in godliness. And if I can grow in godliness, then that's, that's where I'm satisfied. I don't have to have all of the stuff that everyone else is trying to acquire. I think that's the mindset, or that's what Paul is, is pointing us to here. Contentment is being satisfied with where you are because your number one goal, your highest ideal, is you want to be a godly person. Now, contentment doesn't mean, I believe, that we, um, we can't want things to be better, or even that we can't want more if, if God is willing to give it to us. Uh, I think if you desire for your marriage to be a better marriage, that's a good thing. If you desire to be uh, a better parent to your kids, it's a good thing. If you desire to get out of debt, it's a good thing. Uh, if you desire to have more than you have, it could be a good thing, money-wise, I mean, uh, depending on why do you want more. Go to 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 17 and 18 for a moment. Paul now writes to those who are rich in this life. So he said, be careful that you don't love the idea of being rich and love money. But if you are rich or if God allows you one day to have a surplus, here's some instructions. As for the rich in this present age, charge them not to be haughty or proud, not to set their hopes on the uncertainty of riches, but set their hopes on God who richly provides us with everything to enjoy. They are to do good. They are to be rich in good works. They are to be generous, and they are to be ready and share what God has given them. So um, contentment is understanding everything you have came from God. Your hope's not on what you can acquire. Your hope is on God. And when God gives you more or He gives you an, a, an abundance or He gives you those things that you want, you see that as an opportunity to glorify Him, to do good works, and to be ready to share with others. So biblical contentment, uh, I think, starts with the understanding that our highest ideal is to be godly. That's what we want to pursue that's what we want to pray for, uh, not for the things of this world as our highest goal, but of being godly. I think contentment means that we see every situation we're in in the sovereignty of God. We are there because God has us there. 
And that's important for us to realize. And if God has us there, then a person who is content in a biblical way wants to be faithful where God has placed them. It may not be the job they want right now. Uh, it may not be the amount of money they want right now. Uh, the marriage may not be working the way they want it to right now. The church may not be in the position they want it to be in right now. But they see where they are as, as the place God has them, and they want to be faithful to God, which means they won't covet what other people have who may have more than them, and they're not going to criticize and get angry at God because He hasn't given them those gifts they've been praying for. They trust that God gives good gifts to His children and doesn't withhold anything good for them. And so the moment that God wants them to have it, if He does, then they will receive it. And being content means I'm okay if God changes my desire. I may really think I want this right now, but being content is, God, I'm open to you changing my mind if this isn't the best thing for me. Being content um, lays all of our ambition at God's feet and says, God, if this is from you, make it happen in your timing. God, if this is from you, make this better in your timing. But if it's not good, God, change my heart. I want to be content with what you give me. I want to be content with where you put me because my highest goal is to be godly. And when God gives us those things that we've prayed for, then we see it as an avenue in which we can glorify and praise Him. I want to say that for me, it has been on my heart to apply this um, through teaching to marriages. You know, certainly, we can see this need for contentment in um, material goods, but I, I certainly think that we need to consider it for our marriages as well. So many times uh, I've seen marriages that run into problems because uh, one of the uh, one or both of the people in the marriage get discontented with the other person. And it's very easy to start thinking, man, if only I was married to someone else or if only my spouse acted different, uh, things would be so much better. And I think just like the love of money can lead us to many pains, uh, I think um, loving the thought of being out of a marriage or being with someone else because we're just not content with where we are, I think uh, that will also lead us to a, a lot of trouble. Uh, I believe the goal is, is, again, not to say, I don't want my marriage to be better. We should want it to be better. But it's to say, God, this is the marriage that I'm in. This is where you've placed me. And I want to see it be made better. I want you, God, to, who richly gives all things, to richly give me a marriage that will glorify you and will help others, a, a marriage that I can be satisfied in. And it's a willingness to stick it out and and strive for that, if at all possible, so that you are faithful where God has put you and, and see that marriage be restored. I think that's really important for us to, um, to strive for uh, when we're married. So lots of different things we could talk about in this topic. Uh, I hope this has been helpful, but if you have any questions at all, there's an email address that will come up in just a moment at the end of the podcast. You can use that. You can contact us, and we'd love to hear from you, and I would continue this conversation with you. Until next time, thank you for joining us. Let's keep relying on Jesus together. Grace and peace to your family.
Thank you for listening to the Building Up Podcast. If you have a question about today's episode or if you would like to suggest a topic for the future, please email us at buildingup@agapepinson.com. To subscribe to this podcast, simply search for Building Up from Agape Church in your favorite podcast app. Or you can watch the video format by visiting us online at agapepinson.com. Thank you.